Hello everybody out there in Music Video Land and welcome to another edition of Music Video Land Podcast brought to you by your super 100% good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. We got all the music videos. Um, my name is Adam and then with me as always, last week he was in Pompano Beach, Florida and from the first time from New York City is Mr. Doug Klinger. How you doing, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. I, I'm at Hayden, Hayden Five Production Company. They let me use a computer and a chair. And uh, how was your new <laughs> job at the Garment Factory? My suit's going well. I sold a polo today to a you nice man with Garmin a beard. Factory, you don't sell a polo. You sell them. Um, anyway. Uh, oh, and then, whatever. <laughs> and north of the, <laughs> with us again, uh, as usual, is Mr. Adam Alexander, north of the wall of Fringe Music Fix. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk about some music videos. Mm. Well, first we're going to be talking about some alpacas, some killer alpacas. Um, and for that, we have a guest who is an expert in this uh, topic, and that is director Mr. Tim Hendricks. Uh, Tim, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Um, and the reason you are an expert in killer alpaca- alpacas is because last week you released the music video for Make Some Noise by uh, Valentino Khan featuring DJ Cool, um, which we absolutely love. And if you haven't seen it, we will put a link to it in the show notes. And um, we want to talk a little bit about this video because, uh, first of all, just a, a little bit of a, a. Well, anyway, it's tough to summarize the plot. But anyway, killer alpacas, giant ones, are what pretty much what you need to know. Uh, what, is that is that how you would you would summarize this video, Tim? More or less, yeah. Um, and. The I was wondering why you chose alpacas because <laughs> well, you had you probably had some choice for for animal right. Well, this is a funny story actually. Um, this treatment existed for a long time. It was a very cold, calculated move. I knew that the manager of painted being pure at heart, and I was like, you know, I really want a staff pick, and I have to work with a hipster band to make that easy, and I should put kittens in the video. So I pitched them this exact idea. And they loved it, but it was with kittens instead of alpacas. And uh, I was like, the manager was super into it. Some other, some other mysterious person who works for Pains of Being Pure of Art was being really into it. Everyone's super into it. It almost happened. And then uh, I guess the band hates kittens. I don't know. Anyway, so kind of bad. That, that kind of went in the slush pile. And then later, Ausla hit me up for this video. And I think they kept asking me for treatments. They went through like nine treatments. I just kept sending old discarded shit. I sent them this old Orwell's pitch about people punching the band, money coming out, and like all these different things. And eventually they're just like, what if we did the kittens one, but with alpacas? And I was like, well, cool. I'll, you know, <laughs> I mean, alpacas are cool. They spit. And where do I've you... I've always wanted to pet one. Well, where do you get you? Like, where do you find an alpaca? Um, well, the place we rented them from is called Zebras Are Us. Um, <laughs> so we know, we, we know them well. Shout out to Zebras Are Us. Our good Big ups to Zebs. Yeah, the, um, so they brought three alpacas. You know, they'd be only paid for one because we're only filming one, but they get separation anxiety. So um, we brought in Cinnamon as our lead, and then Phoebe and Buffont were there to um, lend Cinnamon moral support. Nice. And it was a, a bitching good time for everyone. That's that's uh, That's... Sorry, Tim. Uh, that's Adam Alexander's role: moral support and uh, <laughs> and just snuggles up. Also, um, and we also when we need Adam to say something, we put some peanut butter in his mouth. It's a little peanut butter. Is that how you, is that how you got these alpacas to talk? Was uh, <laughs> peanut butter in the mouth? 
Uh, no, it was a carrot, actually. They have mm. no back teeth, so you can put literally anything in their mouths, and they just freak the fuck out. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing how... I can't remember the line of the song. I think it's... Anyway. Um, that they're... And it's, it's synced up kind of amazingly well. I was wondering, how long did you... Uh, how long did you kind of spend getting that to sync up? Because it's one of those things that either you have or you don't, right? Oh, it... I mean, all of it worked. I mean, it's a pretty mumbled line. I... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was instant. The alpaca lip-syncing gods were smiling upon me that week. And thank God, because otherwise it never would have gotten done. They're, they're underutilized gods, those those alpacas. Being yeah, so I know. They, they were stoked right? to, for the opportunity to dust off the old shoes. Um, you mentioned to me that there is a uh, vomiting story associated with this music video. Is that true or false? Yes. Well, I don't know what you call it i mean the alpacas spit but they don't spit like we spit you know they spit green shit from their stomachs like as a defense mechanism and every time you see the alpaca spitting a fireball it is actually spitting and the way we did that was um cinnamon's pregnant and besides fending off like coyotes or whatever the fuck it is attacks alpacas like they also use it if a female alpaca is pregnant they'll spit at the males to be like yo i'm already pregnant you can't you can't get any of this and I guess the males are like, all right. So at the end of the day, we brought in Buffon, the male alpaca. Um, and she, Cinnamon saw Buffon and like threw a shit fit and started spitting everywhere. And we filmed it all in 120 frames per second. And uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I'm learning a lot about, much more about alpacas than I thought I would, honestly. Very I know, we all are. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> that is, is that information that you, you, you knew going into this project or were you like, oh, shit, how's this alpaca going to spit? And then the alpaca guy's like, oh, just bring in Belfont. Though. He'll take care of everything. No, no, no. I was like, yo, how are they going to spit? And can they do backflips? And they're like, here's <laughs> how you get them to spit, and they can't do backflips. And I was like, all right. Hmm. That, was, that was about it. So you but, were going to... You were gonna, you were gonna, you were hoping that they would do actual backflips in, in the. I music. was honestly, I was honestly just curious to see what they, how they would react. I wasn't banking on backflips, <laughs> oh, okay. but I That's... mean, if they could have, I would have gone for it. <laughs> sure. So this video is is, I mean, the scope of it is kind of insanely ambitious. From you know where it starts, which is a rooftop party being DJed by a uh-huh. man of questionable DJ talent, I would say. Um, and that's the artist, dude. I know, I know, but he, <laughs> I'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah, okay. He just looked like he was, he was, he was kind of like he's okay, playing the part. He's playing the part of of like a DJ that that is going to be attacked by alpacas. Um, no offense to Valentino Khan. Uh, but then you kind of take it to the to the like there's there's sort of like a, a whole like disaster movie fit in here, and I'm sure the budget would, was not on par with a disaster movie. Like, oh no! How, how did you approach that? With like lots of caffeine and other stimulants. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, the budget was ridiculously low. Like we were sh- shooting with photo permits, you know, and stuff. It was it was quite small, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you beyond like not sleeping, you know, and lots of miniatures. Um, that's so that's all. That's all on your shoulders. So you, you like uh, basically just get like uh, packed into the to the edit bay at the at the university there. Yeah, I occasionally like use Anthem's computers or like do what legitimate people do, but generally I just calm my way into using these very expensive machines to you know make art. Um, like this <laughs> um but yeah we it was um 
you know, my, my, I can do 2D compositing pretty well, but I don't know anything about 3D or like any of that. So, you know, everything you see is like miniatures, like the tanks and helicopters and stuff. And then uh, the background plates are just stuff I just w took the subway to downtown and like took a bunch of photos with my 7D and then went back. Well, actually, no, that was the school 7D too. So, you know, I, I'm pretty good at mooching. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that was it. You know, by the end of the three weeks, what? I said that's important, mooching. Yeah. I mean, by the end of the three weeks, like, you know, there's these janitors that walk by and they generally don't speak much English, but I could start picking up the word alpaca. They would huddle in a little corner and kind of look at what I was doing and be like, what the fuck is this? And, you know, <laughs> don't blame them. There's a there's a 7-Up a logo on the music video, um, like the, the YouTube kind of like still they show you before you play it. And I was wondering if they're so is this is that like a, a product tie-in? I don't fucking know, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, I actually, I sent you guys an email, like, help me. I'm, like, a grandma and don't know how to switch the Desalt video source to Vimeo. But Oh, we got yes, you. We'll take care of that. That's UKF, which is funny because last year I had videos get canned both by UKF and Ausla, and now they're both forced to promote my alpacas with 7-Up. <laughs> it's, it's a strange world. That's the, that's every director we've ever asked about something that has been placed on their video has literally no idea about it. Especially like every time we've talked to a director who has the Shazam for more place something like not just like on a graphic above it, but like in the like on the video source itself. Usually it's just, they're like usually they're like that wasn't up there like yesterday. <laughs> like it's like a new thing that they put up there. Um, I, I um I, I wanted to ask about the uh yep yeah, lost it. The what? <laughs> okay. I'm Doug, sorry. Yeah, Doug is pretty. He is pretty. Tr oh, yeah. Oh, man. The Vimeo screenshot is way, way better. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I got I got Vimeo teased again. This has happened to me three times where someone in the staff will like it and leave a nice comment. And I'm like, are they going to staff pick it? Because I'm nobody until I get a staff pick. And then it doesn't happen. And I'm like, all right. Someday. Someday. And sorry. Then, that just got really dark. But that did get not, that did get a little dark. Well, yeah, the, the video the video is pretty dark itself too. It, it is killer <laughs> alpacas. People are running away immediately. And and Adam mentioned the artist uh, a little uh, earlier. And I'm I'm curious, um, how do you get an artist on board with a crazy idea like like this? Because he well, also well, gives actually, a pretty great performance in there as well. Well, you know, him being the guy who suggested alpacas, oh, know, right. he was pretty on board. Yep. Um, I, it's funny because you know, like he does. He kind of, he told me, like, he's a really normal dude. He just one day on Instagram posted, like, this mu handlebar mustache as a joke. And, like, people loved it. And from there, it kind of just became this spoof image of him as a douchebag. You know, with, like, the white suits and stuff. So he's a super normal guy. But he just, like, he plays this part so well of just, like, this very strange kind of scuzzy 80s real estate agent that, like, you know, he, he, just, he just has this, like, really trashy image that he can play up. Because he doesn't... You look at him, and you don't. He doesn't. He's very self-aware, but he doesn't read as self-aware. You know if that makes sense. You know he plays. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, hard. It was some EDM festival trailer, but he does the same thing where like he has this voicemail where it's like, it's "Valentino here. If I'm not at the phone, I'm getting paid or getting laid." And like he has all these sad voicemails <laughs> from Jessica Alba. Like <laughs> he's not returning her calls. Like he just plays that part really well. <laughs> it's it's uh it's great so that, that he's not actually that ridiculous because he knows how to milk it you know actually the salute at the end was his idea 
Which so, is, all, sorry. So, so most of that performance, the way he's kind of like doing, like his the the character that he kind of plays in the video, that all kind yeah. of came with him. Yeah, he he kind of just. Well, you know, I just I when he saw the kitten logline, because at, at a certain point he starts saying loglines and treatments. I wrote it kind of around him, and I added the maids and like you know all this stuff that fit his image. Because if you Google him, like there's this fucking ridiculous picture of him getting into a helicopter and uh, with this golden briefcase, and like instantly I just knew who he was and like what image to give him and what kind of role he played within this just insanity that <laughs> unfolds. So um, I don't feel to- as bad now because. That because about you know saying a DJ of questionable talent because he is playing a character there that is not actually him and I and I'm looking at the the helicopter picture right now and I will put it in the show notes because it's it's a it's a fantastic picture because there are bags of money with a dollar sign uh, in the helicopter as well as loose bars of gold which is seems to me like a safety hazard and that and that, <laughs> goes on, that goes on in the video too right he jumps on a helicopter and, and escapes. Yeah, we actually built a miniature version of that same helicopter so he could jump onto it. Uh, and and you're, you're no stranger to miniatures, right? You do that stuff a lot. Yeah, I mean, this is... I would say it's more grounded than previous stuff has been. You know, the more money I get, the more stuff happens in real life and the less I have to rely on, like, green screens. You know, like, if you look at something like 80s Fitness, you know, it's more Tim and Eric status, where this is still very weird, but, you know, it it feels more tangible. At least that's what I hope. You know, that's what I'm shooting for. Um, yeah, but... I think in the 80s fitness one, the the miniatures are, are pretty recognizable. I, I didn't actually realize that you were using miniatures in this one. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, um, we just shot a bunch of little tanks. Like, every time they're rolling by, it's just us pulling them on a string, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the way of the future. It is, yeah, the, the, future, the future is tiny rolling tanks. <laughs> um and I lo- <laughs> yeah and I I how long did you shoot with these alpacas because I, I I they are they have so many like un kind of unique moves in this like there's a one scene where he they kind of like their neck reaches down into the city streets um I, it wasn't more than like four hours I oh mean, really wow we basically just let it roll and just shot everything we had like I think we have literally a terabyte of alpaca footage you know just it's I mean, alpacas only have two thoughts. There's like, that is possibly food, and I want to investigate it, and that is probably not food, and I'm scared of it. So, you know, you just have to play those up as much as you can. Um, and some of the net craning was done in post. Like, when he runs in the alley and the alpaca pokes his head around, like, that was... I had to disassemble the alpaca digitally and animate its neck, which is a very normal activity. Yeah, disassembling, digitally disassembling an alpaca, that is... That could, that could be like a resume log line. <laughs> Yeah, I'm do you have an hour? Do you have an hour? Do you have an hours count on on VFX hours? Huh? Oh like, no, um, I mean too many. Um, but I want to say because I spent like three weeks, and then I had to redo some of the effects in the first scene because Valentino wanted to cast his own basic bitches and reshoot it. So we had an entirely different set of basic bitches at first. But uh, they're really? now lost in cyberspace. Yeah, um, not not basic enough. No, I don't know, man. But uh, wait a second, hold on. Let me let's see if I understand <laughs> this. So you you had you shot the entire first scene with him there, and then, then we shot it. We shot it again. So one thing you'll notice is there are close-up shots where he's actually touching a DJ table, mm-hmm. and there are wides where I tried to crop it out. You can see a few times that he's just fiddling his hands on a blank table. That's because 
he couldn't get his DJ table back for the reshoot, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's that is very hilarious. And he he was the one. The only reason this reshoot was happening because he wanted the, his ladies in it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it, <laughs> yeah, um, it occurred to me to ask the label. Yeah, could you guys just like get a ton? Because he actually got way more people too, which is funny. So I actually think it does look better. But uh, yeah, he just he handled himself and more power to him. Shit, I don't care. But but the <laughs> but the casting was for basic bitches. You weren't looking for special bitches. You wanted the basic ones. I mean, that's you'd have to ask him. But I think that was the idea. I mean, we really did want it to seem like a terrible generic video at first. I wouldn't say the other videos like this I've seen are full of special bitches. So. You know, we'll let the term stay. I think it's tough to to, to diagnose whether someone is a, a basic bitch or not just by looking at them. I feel like it's, it's more like a deeper, deeper like kind of trait. Like speaking in full sentences and right, yeah. I mean, there there are the outward <laughs> traits, but you have to spend some time with somebody to just know if they're truly a basic bitch or not. I feel it's like. true. Maybe I'm overstepping the mark a little bit. Apologies. Oh, apologies, apologies to the bitches. <laughs> we're just we're just a little we're a little sensitive because Adam Alexander is a basic here, bitch. Um, this is true. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I can't. I still can't get over how be- how much better the screenshot is on the Vimeo version because I because we've had the the way my homepage is configured configured for IMVDB and who I follow on it uh, mm-hmm. makes some noise has been on the, my homepage for like a week and a half. Um, and I always chuckle when I see where it says music video on the screenshot as if there would be anything else on, you know. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> gotta love UKF. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they work in mysterious ways. So you um, so you are, we were talking before the podcast, you graduated from good old college, good old university. Uh, in old, April, yeah. In April, yeah. And you were doing VFX work, so, um, and directing, obviously. So we're talking about a video you directed. Um, and True. what is the, I mean, what path are you, are you, do you want to continue on a VFX path or want to do more directing? I mean, I want to do more directing, but I mean, like, you know, I'm pretty much like a fetus, you know, super like young. So I don't mind doing effects on the side, you know, it's, it's money and I get to go on set and meet people. I think it's the main thing, as long as I get to supervise and be on set, you know, it, it's fun and it's, it's worth the time. And if I, you know, if I'm not booking directing gigs, then why not? Um, you know, as long as the director is chill to work with. John John's super fun to work with. I mean, I started as, like, a focus puller for him back when he was still at the school. <laughs> and, like, you know, he knows how to ma- keep the vibe on a set very fun. And uh, so I don't mind, you know, definitely putting in the time. And uh, and that is John John Agasava, who is the director of many... I, we, we haven't had him on the... Po- we've had him on the blog, not the podcast yet. And the commentaries. Uh, and the commentaries as well. He's done some great commentaries for for us. We'll put a link to those in, in the show notes there. Um, because uh, he, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, and you, I, I would I would agree. You're you're young because that is in your your bio on IMDb. That is, that is literally the first thing you say. You say I'm 22. <laughs> um, so you're yeah. You're up, you got to be upfront about that. Yeah, I mean, I think when people see how young I am, they're like. We should let him pitch on stuff because we can exploit him because <laughs> no money but effects. And I'm like, all right, you know. It's time to sneak back on go. campus. What? 
I said it's time to sneak back on campus and <laughs> stretch that budget. Um, uh, so, uh, in, in terms of these these miniatures, because I'm really interested in these, are are you making a lot of them yourself? Do you have like a, a production design team that helps? Well, this is, well, this is a. Fu- it depends on the project. This is an actually interesting story. So you look at Dan Novotny, the production designer. If you look him up on IMDb, his other credit is he's been doing the past 12 seasons of CSI, which is strange. Um, he saw my work. I forget how he saw my work, but he hit me up and he was like, I'm bored of CSI. Are you doing any more music videos? And I was like, yes. And he just built these tanks himself. So... It's. I just have this very funny. I know he built them on the Universal lot, so I have this funny picture of him, like, in the secret workbench, like, uh, secretly building these tanks while he's supposed to be like working on a network television show. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, he's a super cool guy. I mean, like, you know, he helped me build these little things pro bono and uh, got the wheelbarrow full of all the stuff. It was. Uh, I think he had fun. I think it felt like he was living dangerously. Where I'm very tired of living dangerously. And we like money, but you know, it's it's. I feel like a show like CSI is not one where somebody is going to come to you and say, "For this episode, we need some tiny tanks." Mm-hmm. Um, that usually it's probably more like we need some guns or something, or you know, whatever. Well, what's funny is uh, he was so we would, he like took me to LA. He's like, "Here's an alley you should shoot in." We found a bunch of bodies in here, and I was like, "I don't want to shoot somewhere where you like found <laughs> bodies." Like, no, dude, on the show. And I was like, "Oh." I see. That's probably a conversation <laughs> that he has a lot, or he's like, blah, 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 no, on the show. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, 12 years of CSI, that's uh, that's intense. And so what are you working on for John John Agastavo now? Uh, it's a video on Sub Pop for Head in the Heart. It's different for him. Um, I'm doing a few other things with him now, too. I'm not sure how public those are, but this one, what I'm doing right now is pretty chill. It's just... Uh, a video for a folk band, which, you know, John Don started as a rap director. It's a very different thing for him. And uh, it was fun, but it was super embarrassing because we were shooting in Seattle in this field, and I just finished alpacas. Like, my plane flight was at 10 a.m. I finished Valentino at 9 a.m. in Anthem's offices. I'd been up for, like, a week straight. So we would have these 4 a.m. call times. I'd fall asleep, like, in a field, just, like, <laughs> sitting down. And so there's all these BTS photos of, like, all this cool shit happening, and there's Tim in the corner just like asleep in like a sitting position i mean i've I've seen these photos actually that you mentioned doug didn't you send me one of these oh man i don't somebody so so i've seen one of these are going around now huh yeah well yeah we're passing around we like to we print them out and we hang them up on our wall here yeah my Um, nickname uh, is field sleeper i'm on nice yeah that's that's weird because that definitely is it on facebook because i may have seen it on facebook somewhere Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Um, yeah, because I've def- definitely seen that. Um, yeah, that's that's in 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 a way that's super uh, hilarious. Well, it is hilarious, but then then again, you 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 are d- sleep deprived. Well, yeah, constantly. But right, you know. it's not like you're narcoleptic or something like that. Like you were having haven't slept, so that's it's super understandable. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> we, we 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 determine whether or not it is, and we say it. okay. So that's you're good. And you have a huge relief. And never Facebook, worry about it again. Your Facebook picture is of you and an alpaca, and it's interesting because you're enough, wearing not- you're wearing all brown, just like the alpaca, which is which is a nice touch. I don't know if that was planned or not. Me and Cinnamon didn't plan this. No. Um. <laughs> yes. 
It was so embarrassing. You showed up, you're like, oh, Cinnamon, what the fuck, yo? <laughs> the interesting thing about that Facebook picture, not from this music video. That's just you hanging out with that alpaca at a completely unrelated time, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. you probably rented for parties and stuff. Alpaca parties. We're getting... Adam, Adam Alexander knows about those. Yeah. I do. <laughs> well, just... I mean, you know, with any star talent, it's like, you can't seem like you're trying to push them. You have to hang out with them, pretend to be their friend, and then slowly they'll start doing favors for you like this <laughs> I've seen him in a lot of parties the, all the, at the, all the the picture on Facebook of you sleeping says the 4am call time and, and is this true no coffee on set that seems barbaric there was no coffee on that particular day there was cold brew on the other day and that's the only way I like survived but uh there was none I don't it understand was- the cold Doug you Doug's big, big in the cold brew I mean, I like, it's just like meth, but like coffee. <laughs> it's awesome. It's good. I drink. I drink a little bit too much, and then I get a little get a little dicey. Um, but that's, that's okay. That's why. That's when Doug starts staff picking Coldplay videos. No, no, that's you staff picking the Coldplay videos, man. That's your life. <laughs> you, you staff pick Weezer and Coldplay videos all day. Well, well, well no, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good segue to talk a little bit about the music videos of the week here, because this is this is actually. A, an exciting week because there are some super awesome sometimes the week is not that great but this was a really awesome week for music videos we had plenty to to staff pick from um and maybe we should get into a a few of them now and maybe we should start with with the the one you mentioned there weezer back back to the shack i'm not big on performance videos that aren't directed by warren fu (laughs) this one was so i could roll with it you yeah. know, I was I was hoping I, I suppose I was hoping for something that reflected the lyrics a little more just because I love that song, but because Warren Fu did it, I don't give a shit. Looks really cool. I can roll you know, it's uh I just felt like I wanted to see them old doing dumb shit, but <laughs> I can roll with it. I can roll with the moon. Well the thing is yeah, the the, the thing I love about this concept and, and it's such so simple, they're playing the Weezer is playing on the moon. Mm-hmm. Um with you know, with I think with a lot of great directors, the the concept is not secondary, but the like the number one aspect of it is the execution of it, all the little mm-hmm. details. Like the, for um, one thing, it's not like kind of a made up space, uh, you know, set or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're not obviously on the moon, but all the the set pieces and things like that are made in the style of like kind of like uh, '60s to '90s NASA, like it like that gold foil. Um, yeah, all that kind of like um, you know, there, there's nothing invented. It all looks real, and it all looks like really utilitarian, which I thought was really, really an yeah, interesting I set mean, choice. Warren Fu's the master of like uh, retro future, and it's interesting watching, you know, as he does more minimal videos, how he can pull off that vibe with fewer props, you know? Because like if you look at some earlier things, like uh, I don't must know, be the, must be the feeling is a great example of like a massive retro future feeling video that he did yeah and then like you compare that to like um his heim video where he evokes the 70s with a logo and a red background you know it's it's a it's a touchy thing and uh i salute being able to do that i salute being able to make simple videos i don't have that chip in my brain i would like to my life would be easier (laughs) and then well then there's the like the, the the slight slow motion on it which i think is brilliant which kind of mimics the the you know the the lesser gravity on the moon, and then there's the amazing cam- camera work by um, let me pull up his name, um, 
I love that guy. It is uh, Byron Werner, who's a fantastic DP, and just some of the angles and some of the just the compositions in this are fantastic. Um, I, I really love this video. I've 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 been a Weezer fan for a long time, so I can remember the era that Back to the Shack is talking about, and and the old kind of more classic Weezer here. And you know, these guys are kind of they're not super old, but they're getting to that point where they look like kind of crazy older rock stars especially <laughs> brian bell um, yeah and to a lesser extent pat wilson um and so i think it's a it was a really good time to do a warren foo style uh performance video because i think they look really cool yeah it was a sweet video and um yeah it's funny the, um w- uh, this is actually uh, this weezer album is actually being relatively well received people are saying it's like the best weezer album in 10 years and stuff and so um you know it's interesting uh because they've also been a band who's made some great music videos um it's interesting you say it's the right time for like a warren foo style music video i also agree it's like really well well timed and it seems like they're in the right mind state for the promotion of this album so uh yeah super super cool music video i like to watch it uh, <laughs> let's talk that's, about that's, deep the, that's a Doug seal of approval. I let's, like to watch. Let, it. Let's <laughs> move. Let's move on to uh, another music video that I really like to watch, and that's "Never Catch Me" by Flying Lotus, featuring Kendrick Lamar, directed by Hiro Murai. What'd you guys think of this music video? Oh, dude, this was rad. Like, it's, that's it. You know, it's just <laughs> uh, again a very simple video that's super rad. You know, it's it's. Uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, I want to know more about the characters. And then I realized that's stupid. And it's just, you know, it's like, why would you cram that much in when it's just. So poignant perfectly... without it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I, it's best left to the imagination so we can just focus on these badass kids dancing. You know, it's. Uh... So the, we should talk a little bit about the the what's in this video because it's it's a really interesting concept it takes place at a funeral at a i mean everybody there is is black um and it's at a, a nice looking church um and there are two coffins at the on the altar and it's revealed that it is a boy and a girl i don't know how old they'd be maybe like 12 ish 10 yeah definitely like elementary or early middle school age yeah and so the and they 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 get up uh out of their coffins and start dancing and they're amazing dancers, and the, I think that one of the most interesting aspects of this video is they they get up and start dancing, but nobody reacts. Right, uh, like is, as if yeah. there's, as if they're. Uh, I mean, you can read into it how you'd like, and and I don't want to fill fill that in, but the kind of like maybe it's there's not actually them in the physical form, them like a ghost the, kind so, of soul, their souls or something, because then they eventually kind of dance out into the street and get into a hearse and the girl kind of drives them away. And yeah, I, I like that it lacks the context, too much context that you don't see like, you know, because there's, you see dead young kids and especially in this current climate when there's been a lot of, uh, you know, in this post Columbine world, no. Well, not post Columbine world, <laughs> yeah, but I know, you know, she, post yeah, like, <laughs> you know, there's there's a, you know, you feel in the, you think gun violence or some kind of thing. You know, twelve year old kids don't just kind of die naturally. Well, yeah. So you, you start to think that there's some kind of violence involved and stuff, but but it allows you to kind of fill that in yourself, and it doesn't. It's it's not too heavy handed with that stuff, and it makes it so it's like not a music video about gun violence or something like well, that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's it, that's kind of what I. Eventually realized, like you know, after watching it, it was 
I think it's more powerful because you can, you know, you can walk away with your own conclusions and like, or not, you don't need to. And I think that makes mm-hmm. it, you know, way more powerful. Um, yeah, and the dancing is, and it's a sweet dancing The dancing's too. awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's oh, such yeah. a cool way that it's, uh, like, I mean, it's, it's such a simultaneously dark and joyous video. Like, yeah. I, I love that contrast. It's, it's really, it's perfect. Yeah, because the kids aren't, like, sad when they're dancing or anything like that. And it's also not, like, a sad kind of, like, downtrodden form of dancing. It's a very high energy, and it's a very fast-paced song as well, but it's also a very kind of, like, heavy, heavy song, uh, also, it's not like a it's not a song about asses. Or yeah. <laughs> and did you see on Twitter, Hero? I think Hero tweeted that he was like, "I gotta be honest, I was really scared of fucking this video up." Um, <laughs> it was is... a song that's been like it's been highly like the Flying Lotus Kendrick Lamar combination has been talked about for a while, and there and there has been stories of kind of like Flying Lotus waiting for Kendrick to record this verse and like delaying things for this song, and it was the first. Um, single from the new Fly, Flying Lotus album, and yeah, it's a it's a it's been a, a buzzing song, and this video like is the perfect compliment. Uh, yeah, and I was just gonna say, I mean, in terms of a track that that would be should be very difficult to conceptualize, this thing is is perfect for this song in every way. This it's all, like I mean, it fits. It just fits. And still and still completely unexpected too. Like you hear the song, sure, and it's not like, yeah. like oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be. Two dead no. dead kids dancing. I knew that's it. the thing. You'd be like, <laughs> "How do you make a video that goes with this?" Is is what I would think. I don't know. It's it's crazy, but this just fits. Not hero. Uh, so yeah, that's a fantastic video. Everyone watch it. Um, I am running out of time at this production company, and they have to leave at eleven. So let's move on to another video. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about Electric Youth Runaway, directed by Noel Paul, who has also been interviewed for our blog. Um, and this is a video uh, that's that's super fun. What'd you guys think of this one? Not fun, but awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> where, you know, I feel like this was another one that was kind of. I wouldn't say it's new territory, but it's familiar territory done very well. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen a lot of videos about the troubled couple on the run, but I wasn't bored during this one. And uh, it's interesting. I don't know. I, there are a lot of shots that the shot I keep just obsessing over is that last one where they're swinging what are they on? They're just moving very quick, I guess they're on a motorcycle but they're just moving yeah. very quickly under those sodium lights you know and I guess it's, just, it's interesting because it doesn't feel like there's a lot of shots that are just really beautiful but they don't feel like they're lit or composed, they're just like the video just consists entirely of happy accidents and the, and the characters are very, are very attractive in unconventional ways they they each have like these um you know non-traditional elements of the guy's got something with his eyes that they're different and the girls it starts with a, a focus on the scar on her back they they both have these imperfections but they're also like very like interesting to look at and, and very attractive uh individuals as well and i think that kind of is a um also reflected in the, in the area, and yeah, they ride that motorcycle in a very unconventional way. She kind of like straddles him as they ride. As uh, I watch this video, all of the film school parts of my brain lit up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Look at yeah. Look at this. Uh, look at this symbolism here. Um, right. But yeah, No Paul does a really good job of kind of 
because there's no like happy ending ending to this at all it is super dark even even toward the end yeah. i guess they have each other at least like but it's refer- it's a it's kind of like a release of an ending but like i mean spoiler alert if you want to watch the video first pause it and then watch it and pick it up right now but like it, they kind of die at the end right like the you see the it's a shot from inside the water and it's both of them and the motorcycle kind of splashing into the water and uh, so you, at least to me I, I thought they crashed they're riding a motorcycle in a very unsafe way and she's kind of like aggressively kissing him and stuff like that she's been drinking and then like suddenly they splash into the water and so to me they kind of crash and it's kind of like an, an ending to them and, and they start the video with her saying take me home and stuff there is some kind of like illusions to that but uh, either way it's just kind of like really beautiful and, and kind of a, a refreshing video Refreshing like a nice cup of Seven Up, and um, <laughs> uh, brought to you by UKF. <laughs> I know this would be a crazy video to put a Seven Up logo on. Um, so Doug, it's eleven. Do you need to go? Yeah, I'm my bad, but you guys keep talking about stuff because I gave you guys more videos to talk about, and uh, yeah, and we're gonna do it. And Doug, yeah, congratulations on being in in uh, New York, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, boys. Godspeed, Doug. Thanks, guys. Safe and travels. if anyone's wondering. My favorite video of the week was Shut Up by Conway, directed by Zach Stoltz. It wasn't a video that I told you guys to watch, but I suggest people watch it because it's got like 50 music video director cameos in there. So check oh, yeah, that one out. I skimmed the cast list and I was like, what? So <laughs> I look forward to, to sitting down. Yeah, check it out. They all do dumb things, but it's super funny. Uh, all right, guys. See you guys next week. Love you, love you boys. Bye. Ooh, not, not returning Ooh, that. It got sensual <laughs> very quickly. And then, and then there were three. Um, do you guys want to talk about animals by Maroon Five? Sure, that's a good one to talk about. Um, uh, I mean, first of all, I just think in oh, terms of a very main or very mainstream pop video, this is like one of the darkest ones I've ever seen. Let's talk about the plot a little bit. Because yeah. people have been talking about this. We always have a video, or hopefully every week, we have a video that people have been talking about, chatting about. Um, wait, wait. So is, I honestly, maybe I live under a rock. No idea what Rune 5 like looks like. Is that, is, the, is, is Main Creepy Bro, is that the singer? Is that, that is that? Adam yeah, Levine. Adam, okay. Who is, who okay. is, the, so Adam Levine is, uh like it's like Chris Martin for Coldplay. He's like the the, the lead front guy and does mm-hmm. a lot of solo stuff um, outside of the band. Like he's one of the judges on The Voice um, on NBC and, and a few other things. But anyway, yeah, this is him kind of creeping it out, and he plays somebody who is who's uh, the worst butch- butcher in the world at a butcher shop. <laughs> a, a woman comes in. Um, he is you know interested in her, and the rest is is a very weird. Um, uh, kind of stalker story where he is stalking her in all manners taking in, in sort of the cl- dumb classic ways of like taking pictures of her and like developing them you know in, in, in like a dark room um, but also like breaking into her apartment and sleeping next to her there's no real resolution but it, it I, this video has been attracting a lot of criticism for the, the graphic uh, b- bloody images at one point her him and I guess in this fantasy him and her are making out nude covered in some sort of animal blood yeah, I do. It's funny. I feel like uh, I don't know. I wasn't that shocked watching it, but I felt like it was designed to shock people who would share angry articles about it. So they people <laughs> yeah. watched the video. 
you know? Like Yeah, and it's all about the circle that and and the demographic of people that listen to Maroon 5. Like that's where the shock factor comes in. That's like true. had this come from like the indie or the alternative pool of music videos, it would be a, you know, it would fit in a little better. But this is like the only Maroon 5 video about a stalker slash maybe serial killer. Definitely. And we should mention that this is directed by Samuel Bayer, who, if you look on his page in IMVDB, has tons of legendary videos. Like, oh, yeah, uh, no, I, I know he's like an old hat. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whenever, for whatever reason, I'm subscribed to Company 3's Instagram. Whenever I see a music video from them, I'm like, oh, not an East director who can still afford them. You know? <laughs> um, so I knew going in kind of that's what it would be. And I mean, I think it's it's pretty cool for something that big. Obviously, everything technical about it is super rad. It's just kind of, it's like you said, it feels like one of those weird moments where pop kind of apes stuff that's already happening in the alternative world, and everyone mm-hmm. else is shocked about it, and then us music video nerds are just kind of sitting in the corner like, well, I mean, that happened already, but all right. Yeah, yeah we, we've seen Eric <laughs> Wareheim videos, so this is yeah, like exactly. It's comparison. Like, <laughs> I think the the most like direct comparison, and, and Adam, I, told, I, I think that's a great kind of, way to look at this because i got uh, a vibe of um time to dance by the shoes which yeah. is uh starring jake gyllenhaal but is definitely on the indie side this came out two years ago directed mm-hmm. by daniel wolf and it is much more graphic and much more bloody but it kind of has the same sure. a little bit of the same some narrative elements and just the same kind of vibe that that time to dance is significantly more gritty and i think ultimately much more successful but um yeah yeah, on this one, I was kind of, like, snickering a little bit by the end, like, oh, they're kissing in blood. That's not what normal people do, you know? Um, yeah, I was fast-forwarding by the end, honestly, yeah. I think it makes sense for Adam Levine, too. He's kind of, uh, and I do watch The Voice, I'll admit it, but uh, he's kind of an artist who, uh, like, he sort of lies happily within the constraints of mainstream, but he also kind of wants to be really different at the same time. And I think both those things come through in this video, him sort of maintaining that mainstream kind of persona, but still kind of, you know, trying to push the envelope as far as you can with uh, with mainstream pop. Yeah, and, you know, it it didn't have Hype Williams syndrome where, like, you know, it's, it's just a direct <laughs> rip off of one thing. You know, it definitely is like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, we've all seen all the lights and compared it to enter the void you know that's kind of that dude's career but more yeah. power to him um you know it, it doesn't feel that derivative you know it's just something to it although i feel like it's hard to get past the just feeling of like okay this is a sanitized version of something that was far more interesting but you know it shot so well i guess i can roll with it and can we say that Adam Levine is super ripped i think he might even be more ripped than lenny kravitz was from the video a few weeks ago um, but Adam Levine is he's he's younger than Lenny Kravitz. So yeah, I mean they, they, yeah, both, dude, he could, they both look fantastic in this video. So he could kick all of those dead cows' asses like, <laughs> without breaking a sweat. Yeah, there's a few weird shots where he's like hugging one of the big cow meat things. He just are... needs a friend. Yeah, he just yeah. What he... I thought was bizarre was when those are form... alpacas. <laughs> Cinnamon's ultimate fate. Um, <laughs> what I thought was bizarre was. The uh, the band performance just seems so out of place. I was like, oh, there's no way just to put you guys in there awkward it, it, without it being awkward, you know? Like, uh, and I think there's <laughs> this the... fucked up story, and then the bassist is just kind of chilling, like in the club, playing, like, <laughs> all right, I don't see this happening. I'm here. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. That was a little because it didn't seem like the type of venue that would have a live rock band, um, especially with lead singer with like lo- long hair. But maybe, I, maybe I just don't get out that much. Maybe I just don't know. You know. Um, we should. I would love to talk about it, girl. Let's by do Pharrell. another. Uh, let's do another voice coach. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, I didn't. Pharrell's new on the voice this year. This year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's and, doing this. And somebody who's who's a fan of the Voice, so uh, how's he doing? He's doing good. Yeah. I think he'll probably win as a, as an early guess. I'm gonna put some money down on that. With no, I don't own a television. I know how this show works. This is news to me. I guess Pharrell's on TV now. Um, he is. He is on TV. He's a he's a judge well, on the Voice, and he he is sort of in this music video because it is all pretty much all animated and all graphics and it has a very see i feel like there needs to be somebody who's super into kind of japanese anime and japanese culture to decipher this video for us i am <laughs> i i do not know anything about well it's that. funny seeing pharrell do a video like this i mean like you know i was in high school what like four or five years ago and when I was in high school the anime kids were just like you know they're the genetic but you know they're like we kind of thought of them as genetic fuck-ups. You don't want to get any of them on you, you know? And now, like, here's fucking Pharrell in a hardcore weeaboo video. It's strange seeing it just enroach more and more. But uh, I thought it was very bizarre. I don't know. Like, that it... You see, like, people appropriate 8-bit shit on a quasi-regular basis, but you don't get see anyone get this detailed ever. You know, it's uh, very strange how... I don't know, just how many facets of bizarre Japanese video games you went into. The and, eight, uh, the just eight how weird bit, it is. Yeah, the eight bit render or the eight bit video game sequence in this were superb. I mean, just just the mm-hmm. f- sort of fidelity yeah. to. I think the whole the thing is feel. done really well. Like, yeah, it's, be- it's like a beautiful. The illustrations video. are great. Like everything's really good. It just has kind of a weird wonky cohesiveness to it. I don't, I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm in the camp that I, I love this video, and I wish it just mentioned it's directed by uh, Mister and Fantasia. Sorry, uh, Fantasista Ut Amaro, and it is not Mister Fantista Ut Amaro. <laughs> Those are two separate entities. Um, yeah, I, and, and the the interesting thing is they they kind of it's not just one video game style. They they kind of replicate there are several different styles with subtle differences um from like the kind of like the mid 80s 8-bit look all the way up to like you know sort of mid 90s um you know like you know nintendo 64 no nintendo probably super nintendo kind of look to it um and there's also a ton of anime obviously Um, yeah and then i mean there's even um pharrell himself as he's animated is done in like a painterly style more like a like a watercolor yeah they kind of mix it all up successful eh? the part of the video for me um yeah it feels out of place they should have done him in an anime style as well i think he's in there as anime a few well he's in there as an 8-bit kind of an anime yeah with the hat yeah but the rest he's more painted hmm yeah, interesting. But it's like a, it looks just like a Photoshop filter, though, like an emboss, embossed and glow filter. Um, that's that's my favorite Photoshop filter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you're gonna go with one, it should be that. It should be. But a, uh, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of I don't know. I can't find an IMVDB, but there's an awesome video, Goldfish. We come together. That's similar to this, but uh, a bit more focused. I get. I suppose it's. I feel like this video is just. It was the entire country of Japan condensed into three minutes. But uh, <laughs> I don't we'll, know. we'll get that it's up on the database. Gold, goldfish, we come together. 
It's like another all sprite animation video. Oh, but, uh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'll, we'll get that up there. We're, by the way, we recently passed 40,000 40, videos, but we're not there yet. Um, <laughs> I'm getting there one by one. We don't want to, uh, we, we, when we let a video in that shouldn't be in there, I get angry emails. There was a One Direction fan video that accidentally made its way into the database, and I got angry emails from One Direction fans. It's hilarious. Um, who me, are, mainly me. Yeah, it was it was directly from Adam. From, from me and from, multiple fake accounts. Yeah, oh, we Adam swear. Adam Alexander underscore two. What the fuck email. is this? Um. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a tough business. It's a tough racket. Um. Let's just do one one more because I really want to mention this video for number of reasons and that is uh, old 45s by chromio um and we should just some key people here are directed <laughs> by dugan o'neill um but also choreographed by ryan heffington and this also takes place in a bar so that should flashback make those connections in your mind to the arcade fire we exist video and there are definitely some similarities in here um and we mentioned Haim earlier and they also make cameos in this so what would what, you guys think of this one this was uh uh, this was a great bait and switch, but I was surprised at how long they kept the ruse of it being a serious, like, sexy video going, and then out of nowhere, John Hader. Yeah. <laughs> kind of great. John Hader, you who know. people would may, uh, would know as Napoleon Dynamite, I think, mainly. <laughs> so uh, my one thing is, uh, I, I really liked the video, I loved it, it was, it was really good, um, and it was six minutes, so it's fairly long. But my thing with this video, and I don't know a lot about editing and stuff like that, but I feel like there's a lot of good stuff that had to be cut in this video. I feel like I would have liked more Heim, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like I want like a 20-minute version. Hmm. Did you guys feel like there was some good stuff cut here? No? I guess I could see, I can see how you think that. I, that wasn't like the first thing that came to mind, but it would... You know, I'm always down to see more Heim beating people up. I don't see enough of that. Yeah, S time just takes a, a looks like a sledgehammer or something. To I I didn't I didn't fully understand the ending, um, and I watched it a few times. But maybe I'm just kind of because John H- Hader. Uh, sorry, what is his name? Yeah, John Hader walks into the bar and says, "I'm sorry for what's about to happen," but then he walks out and everybody fights each other. But I'm not sure. Does anybody know why they're fighting each other? And maybe no, that's where... I just assumed it was because music videos. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good, exactly. good reason as any. Yeah, um, and, and I, if you, if for the Chromio fans out there, like I, I love this track. This has been my favorite yeah, track off White Women for good. a long, long time. I'm, I'm super excited they made a video. And mm-hmm. I would also like to. Do you guys ever know whenever, whenever there's a bar like this, the bartender is always cleaning glasses. That's it, it, it all started with "Never Gonna Give You Up," man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's what they're aping. Um, they're also they're also day drinking. Away. They're also day drinking in this video. It's they like are two in the afternoon. That Just bar is like pumping. Gasly, man. Is there a bartender cleaning glasses and never going to? There is that? a bartender cleaning glasses, and he also starts dancing. We'll wow. never reach that high again. I I um I did not. I'm going to go back and watch this video right after we got off the podcast. <laughs> um, and we should mention that, of course, Dugan O'Neill directed just directed. Uh, my song number five for for Heim, which is why I guess he he decided to bring him along for this video, which is good. They're they're um they're kind of just kind of chilling out, having a de- <laughs> doing some day drinking. Um, there's also a great moment in this video where the audio totally the song totally drops out, and the bartender 
is talking about his new tighter pants and how he likes the way they grip him. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this video that is exactly <laughs> as you said because because the music video. Um, so yeah, so the, I, and I think that probably completes Chromio's pretty amazing run of music videos for the White Women album, um, starting with uh, you know the Jealous video. Uh, maybe I'm an idiot. Come it's come alive on the on that album. Yeah, that's Tori Moore. That had the uh, the video that was uh, like mannequin. Right. So, okay. Sort yeah. Of like and mannequin. then Jealous ain't with it in the old forty. I a need great to catch children. up on my Chromio. I uh... mm. yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, and they've got and they've got When the Night Falls from 2011, directed by Daniels, which is a fantastic. Oh wait, I've seen video. that one. Is that from the same album? I'm just no. That's I, one that's album that's an old I don't actually know what's happening with music ever. I just occasionally no, but uh, no, I love that video. So I assume he has consistently pretty awesome taste. I'm curious as to how John and he, Hater ended up there, but I accept it. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those. I think it's one of those deals where it's like because music videos. I felt and I feel like music videos are becoming, you know, maybe like ten years ago for like indie cred, you did, uh, you know, an independent film or whatever. And I think people still do that, but I think a lot of um, actors and actresses are turning to music videos to get like a little roll in, roll in here and there, you know, just to get a little little kind of like even with like Jake Gyllenhaal with the Time to Dance video. That's a that's a pretty serious well, yeah, role. You know, you look at uh, at Weekend, like by by David David Wolf. I don't know if he likes to go by all three words in his name. I'll have to ask him <laughs> next time I see him. But uh, like that, you know, the lead guy from that was in The Descendants, and he just kind of randomly appears in music videos. And I see more and more of that. But you know, not even with a list or so much. It's just like people you know you've seen their face before, but you're not sure where. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just interesting. Like. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, the, the, there's the a few weeks ago the uh, Black Widow Widow video for by Iggy Azalea featuring Rita Ora came out and uh, M- Michael Madsen was in it just like randomly and so it was like Paul Sorvino and uh, Ti. Um, it's you know that it's it's just one of those th- things where it's so easy to uh, to appear in a music video. It's such like a low. Um, time commitment and commitment in general that I think people like of all kind of levels are like, yeah, sure, I'll do a music video. Um, and if, you know, all the way from a cameo level, all you know, all the way up to like uh, Andrew Garfield in the um, Arcade Fire we exist for. Oh, yeah, or like you know the the best most justified use of celebrities like recently the whole um, Jenny Lewis one that was oh yeah yeah that's a good you know? one. And I think people realize like it's you know it's one thing to have a captive audience, but you know like put yourself in a music video people are sharing just with you on tumblr that's not really the kind of pr you can get easily any other way you know and especially not uh so quickly through a short time commitment you know i think uh people realize it's a good way to keep themselves in the public consciousness a little bit without uh seeming like they're trying to and i think it's a a, a in, an indicator of how popular music videos are right now and how um, interested people are in them as a medium, which hasn't always been the case. And I think that's that's whatever whatever's good for music videos is good for IMVDB. So there you go. <laughs> um, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm not really sure. We 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 serve at the behest of of people who want to find out information about music videos. So there you go. We don't we don't we don't do it for the sacks of money. <laughs> um, well, sweet. I think we I think we covered it and. and 
we we didn't have Doug's voice in there, but you know, if you really want to know what Doug thought about these videos, you can get him at Doug at imvdb.com. Um, and I'm sure he'll tell he'll tell you he'll 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 probably even get on the phone with you maybe do a half an hour consult tell you about these <laughs> videos. Um, but Tim, thank you so much for joining us. This is a lot of fun. No, no worries, dude. Always uh, happy to drop in and talk about whatever obscure mammal I've worked with lately. You know, yeah, who knows what's next? I'm gonna be d- kind of disappointed if there's not a, like a larger and and more. T- terrifying uh you know lights shooting out of its eyes mammal in your next video so you set the bar pretty high all uh, right and i'll try uh, my best <laughs> and uh sweet we'll see you guys next week cool and then there were two yep <laughs> <laughs>